Hey everybody, you're about to tune into another episode of the How It's All podcast, and I wanted to take some time out to say thank you for tuning in and showing your support by listening to the How It's All podcast. I hope you all enjoy the episode you're about to listen to. Please subscribe to the How It's All podcast to stay updated with new episodes as well. Thank you all for listening and tuning in, and please continue to do great things. Welcome, everybody, to the Hollow Talk Podcast. This is Jetpack Nick, and I got my guy Mike with me today. Say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me on, Nick. For sure, for sure, bro. It's been a long time coming. You know, I'm just glad to have you on, even though they can't see you. But, you know, for, for the people who are going to hear it, it, it doesn't matter. But the people who are going to see this, he does, he, he, he's not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties, but we still have to do the pod before the year ended. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. So, um, so for the topic today, we are going to be talking about self-actualization. So, you know, you guys know how we like to do it when we give you a word or, you know, anything Um as, as a word for a topic, we like to give the proper definition. So, you know, I want to start off by giving a proper definition of self-actualization, which is the realization or fulfillment of one's talents and potentials, especially considered as a drive or need to present or, or, or need present in everyone, you know, to public school education. Can't read that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, a little jokey joke. <laughs> no, but hey, um, yo. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta keep it light, man. <laughs> I feel you. No, but um, but yeah. So with with self actualization, there is you know like a few subtopics, um, you know under that that broad umbrella. Um, one of those being tortured introspection. You know, I know that's something that you have, you know, a, a great affinity for. And that's something that you have a, a, a strong knowledge about. So I'm going to pass that over to you and let you explain to the people what that exactly is. Most definitely, bro. Most definitely. You see, before I can even get to what that is, I got to tell a story about how I came across that term, because it's just a, it's not a term that I don't think that you really hear. And if you've heard it, it might have like skipped you by. So. It's funny, I caught that John on Twitter. I was on Twitter, maybe this gotta be after Life of Pablo in 2016. I remember because Kanye and Drake had a live show where um Drake was actually doing a show and Kanye came as a special guest to perform. Like one of those, like out of nowhere, oh my God, is yay. He popped up at the Drake show and he about to do some records. So it, that was what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then there was the recording, you know, before all this Drake yay beef popped off. This is mad years before that, but there's this recording during that live show where Drake and Ye are on stage together. And yeah, you know, yeah, he likes to go mad speeches on the during the concerts. Like he'll have a whole hour talk, but it was Drake's show, so he didn't do that. But he said, I don't know if you're ready for the, the album that's about to drop and the crowd goes hype. And he points to himself and said, I'm not talking about this album. Then he points to Drake and says, I'm not talking about that album. And then he like does the wave motion with the both of them. So I'm talking about this album. And you know, the crowd goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And this is before quote tweets were a thing, but someone had the retweet and it said retweet to the whole, to the tweet. And it said how like, if they can do, if they can make this album called Wolves and it's like a tort and it's like an experiment of tortured introspection, this album is going to be crazy. Of course, the album never dropped. We know that to this day. Right, right. We all, but the, the actual line the actual um not line the phrase torture introspection killed me for a moment because like damn i've never heard of that and you know that moment when you hear something 
and it describes what you've been going through and you finally have something to describe what you're going for the first time ever. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt when I heard that phrase, tortured introspection. So as I like try to reflect on the phrase, I got an understanding of what it meant to me. So, you know, to be an introspective person by nature, not getting to the definition, you just, it's just a self-analysis. You're soul searching, you're reflecting on your own mental and emotional um, self, you know, whether it's about things you've done, your progress, achievements, so on and so forth. But ultimately, it's an inward look at yourself. It's you looking at you. But when it's tortured introspection, what it essentially is, it's a, it's a twisted look back at you, a twisted, a painful, or it's like looking at yourself in a manner that's so psychologically, physically, emotionally, spiritually painful that it hurts to actually reflect in such a manner. And that can be not necessarily because you don't like to introspect, but because of what you're introspecting about. Maybe life's not going the way you want to go right now. Maybe some certain things have popped off recently with you in your life that leave you feeling some sort of emotional pain. But maybe it's also a moment where like you have to dig deep and where you're going internally can have a wear on you, a wear and tear on you, but you know you got to go further in order to get to that answer that you need for you to reach that, you know, that ascension or to begin that journey of improvement and ascension. So that's where the whole phrase tortured introspection comes to me. And I feel like the you and I, two people that you know, we think a lot. You and I, we just, yeah, for sure. our brains be on one, our brains be on 100 miles an hour all the time, just thinking about our lives in the small, medium, and long term. So it's like, I feel like this phrase perfectly, perfectly um, describes our thought process 99% of the time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I would, I would second that. So, so let me ask you this. So I, I, I think about uh, I, I guess you can call it a phrase that that people say uh, like often. So they they say people who who are in the know, they 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 tend to be like the most miserable people because they can see through all of the bullshit in life, right? Right. So I I want to know what your opinion on that is. Like, do you feel like that's that's a true statement? Like the the more you know, the 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 more like the more unhappy you become because of the fact <laughs> that you know all the bullshit that 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 comes with life, or you know you look at the the person who don't who, you know they 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 just know they place like they they know what they know and they be happy as hell. Like, do you feel like that's a an actual thing, or do you feel like you can know a lot and also be happy? Man, I'm gonna keep it a being with you. It's like you have to think about the phrase ignorance is bliss and whether you believe in that or not. I think honestly, to give you an answer, it's all about perspective. Like the, there are t like the reality about, you know, Kevin Garnett has a quote. Kevin Garnett has a quote where it's like, after they won the 08 championship and he was asked about that moment, he like beyond that anything is possible when he was asked, he said that um, like it happened, no matter what happens between me and these guys, we won that championship together. And it's like knowledge. Once it's obtained, it's obtained. And I bring that quote up because of the idea of ignorance is bliss. The idea that when you don't know something, life is a lot more peaceful at times, it may seem like. But I think that's also about how you feel about a lack of information. And right. I will say, you know, growing up, you know, with, our, with the experience that we've gone through, we both young men, but we got a lot of growing to do. Right. But we still seen a lot. We still learned a lot. We still been in the know of some things that we were shocked about you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. 
I think it depends on your, your mental fortitude and also just the way you just have to look at that situation or even look at life because once you know something, you can't unknow it. And depending on that piece of information, that can really wear on you. But as the years have gone by, the last four or five years, I personally have I've stuck to the thought process that I rather know. And the information may not be good, but I rather know the truth than to not know at all. Because you know, as you get older, ignorance is not bliss. That's like the, the lack of information become leads to leaving chinks in your armor, the armor that you wear when you walk into this world in life, because information is a weapon. It is arguably the most important weapon of them all, you know, and, and the weapon of advancing in your life. And when we're talking about self-actualization, to hold on to the idea that when you know less, you can end up being happier. I mean, that can be true, but those people, how far are they really at in their lives or how far are they really pushing it? Like the truth never changes. The truth is the truth. You only got to tell the truth once. But lies circulate again and again and again. You got to keep hearing them. So to be in that state, you're either never finding out the truth or you're always being lied to and let's keep it a being you and i both know we don't always want to be lied to especially when we find out that we're being lied to right so like i think i feel like i'm going a bit on on a tangent here but to answer the question i'd rather be in the know like even if it's gonna hurt and there have been times when whether it's the most petty things the simple things to the most complex like situations knowing the real behind the scenes what was really going on i at least supposed to lace in the fact that all right, at least I know. At least I know. And now there's a sort of there's a certain type of peace that I have walking away or moving forward from this, knowing what was really going on. Because it's more bothersome when you don't know. At least for me. I so I feel like it does depends on your perspective of how you see life. But for me and for where you know, you and I talk a lot about what we want to be in life. We can't make it being ignorant. Like the lack of information leads to a sort of social death, if you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so the reason, like, the reason I asked that question is because, like you said, you know, we, we talk a lot, um, a, a lot about, you know, like, like future plans and, you know, a lot of things that we want to accomplish and, you know, mm -hmm. the steps that it takes in order for us to achieve those, you know, those goals. Um, you know, that, that brings me to another point about, you know, like one of the other subtopics of self-actualization, which is growth. And the reason I asked you what I asked you previously is because, you know, I'm a proponent of knowledge reigning supreme. And the more knowledge you gain, the 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 easier it is or the better position you put yourself into to being able to grow the way you want to and need to. Right. Right. So, you know, I um I I, I definitely feel like, you know, having the 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 wherewithal to, to be like, all right, I want to gain knowledge, even though like I'm going to be privy to a lot of like, you know, ills of the world or like a, a, a lot of, you know, BS that people do on a regular basis, which, you know, we, we've all encountered, whether we know it or not. But, <laughs> but you know, the, the fact that, that you are privy to it and, you know, you allow yourself a chance to elevate above, you know, elevate above you know other people your contemporaries your peers you knowing something versus them not knowing gives you the advantage exactly you know so you know that whole growth mindset thing is, is something that i think 
you know, uh, correlates very, very closely with self-actualization. No, I agree with you 1000%. I mean, <laughs> if we're talking about self-actualization, which, I mean, you already defined it, yeah, just to recap let's, on that. Let's, job, let's get into if we, it, man. If we're talking about, like, fulfilling our potential, you got to grow. Like, potential mm -hmm. is potential is a gauge on what you can be versus what you currently are. Right. When we want to talk about potential, like, I, I always reflect back to my fifth grade science class. I remember I, I was learning about energy and how my fifth grade science teacher was talking about potential energy and kinetic energy. And our potential energy is like energy that hasn't been released yet, but can be released, can be tapped into. And the kinetic energy is the energy that's being released at that moment, that's being tapped into at that moment. So I think of growth in the same way, like this is where we are right now. We're moving, we're not stagnant. We're, we have like a kinetic sense to ourselves right now, but the potential, maybe we're not going as hard as we can be. Maybe we're not pushing ourselves to the limit that we could push ourselves to. And that's where the potential comes in. And if you want to grow, you got to tap into that. And I feel like with growth, especially as you become young adults and you step out of all the um, infrastructures that we've been in, all the settings that basically prompt you to do work or do things to keep up with yourself, whether it's your body, whether it's school, like, you know, all the programs that you have as when we're kids, when you're an adult, like you make your own schedule. Your schedule isn't really made for you anymore. So if you want to grow, you got to keep yourself preoccupied with things that's going to force you to advance yourself. Like I gave an example, like I want to be able to read a hundred books next year. Like I know we're going to talk about 2022 goals later, but that's one of my goals. I used to be a really big reader growing up. When I got to high school, I stopped reading like the way I used to when I was a kid. So I realized within the last couple months, like, no, nah, I got to like, if I'm going to read, no one's going to force me. I got to be the one reading. I got to go by the books. I got to research what I want to learn. I got to immerse myself back in the books. And that's what I did. And, you know, for the past, I want to say two or so months, I've been reading almost every day, 30 to 90 pages. And it's been a great experience because I'm pushing myself to grow again as a reader and reach those heights that I was once at and then get there and then go beyond that, which goes into what we talk about, the potential. You know, like I know what my potential is as far as the information that I can take in and what I can do with that information. And also, since I brought up the reading example, it's funny I brought it up, this is perfect. Like if you want to grow, you got to get information. You know, they say crazy, you know, this and this phrase blew my mind when someone told it to me. The best way to hide something from a black person is put in the book. Mm -hmm. You know, black boys read on a fourth grade level, Nick. You know, you and I being both black men, it's important that we make sure that we tap into these resources that are right in front of us, low cost, that'll allow us to get the information that we need. You know, the tech is great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we can still get that same access to a lot of things through YouTube, through Google, but it's crazy how so many things are censored on the internet as well. Yeah. And how you know, books still contain that, books still have that, um, that, um, that ancient feeling to it at times, that vintage, that classic feeling to it. I'm just using it as an example overall about the topic we're talking about, but it just shows that you got to put yourself in situations and go after the tools and resources that will allow you to grow. You know, there's no growth without effort. And I think that's something that a lot of people have misunderstood. People don't want to put in the time to grow, but they talk about wanting to grow. Doesn't make any sense. Like, you can talk all you want, but if you're not walking the walk if you're not like making an actual effort extending yourself 
to see if you can grow, you're not going to grow. You're just going to be complaining about it. And that's where you won't be fulfilling any of that potential. Self-actualization becomes, it's just not an option if you, it's not an option for you if you're not willing to actually put into work to grow. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, okay. So, so let me ask you this question and um, knowing like what kind of potential that you might have and trying to fulfill that potential, right? Mm-hmm. How, how do you balance knowing what your potential could possibly be versus being, being like where you are currently, which is not, you know, where you will eventually be or where you see yourself potentially being? Recipes that hustle the great. It's a marathon, eh? It's a marathon. Oh, and I and I and that's a great. I'm happy you asked that question because I've, you know, in moments of tortured introspection, I've asked right, myself okay. that question <laughs> quite a couple of times. Like, why am I not where I want to be at? You can't get there immediately. And Rome wasn't built in a day. Like, it's a building block process. You got. It's like a foundation. You got to lay it brick by brick. You know, you can't think that in one one day, one week, one month that you're going to make the growth that people take years, if not decades to make. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to, ex- you have to accept the fact that growth is, is a progress. It, it's not a, it's a progress, but it's, all, it's a process is what I want to say. It's a process. Growth is a process. It's not this instant gratification thing like what it is with the internet and social media. And how we can just binge anything we want on TV. Like they put up whole seasons now because people's attention is they want the whole thing when, when they want it. That's not how things work. You have to accept that you have to build towards where you want to go. And it's going to take time. It's going to take energy. It's going to take resources, blood, sweat, tears. It's going to push you emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, financially, in all ways, shapes, and forms. And there might be moments where you get set, where there are setbacks. You may go up. You may take two steps up, take a step back, and mix and match with with the, with those patterns. Sometimes more, sometimes less, as far as I'm distanced. But you have to accept the fact that it's going to take time, and sometimes you have to just let time do what time is good does and goes on. Like one thing I say to myself all the time for the last two three years is, no matter what I do, time is going to go by either way. Yeah. Like, you know, I always say, like, damn, this workshop is going super slow. Like, I just want to get out of here. But whether you complain or not about you being at your job while you're trying to put some money away for the things you're really trying to do, the time going to go by. So you might as well focus on doing what you got to do so that you're not overwhelmed by how you miserable about where you're at. And I think that's where a lot of people get trapped. They get consumed by the idea of how long it's taking for them to get to where they want to go. But it's like, if you do that, you're not even going to spend any of that time on what you need to do to get to where you want to go. So not only are you wasting time, but now time's having a negative impact on your mind. So you're not only your present, but your future efforts will be lacking in general. And that's where you can shut off your growth and you don't want to do that. Okay. So from the sounds of it, right? It sounds mm-hmm. it, it sounds like growth is, is is something that we all should be aspiring to accomplish, probably more so than anything else. Would you agree? Or, I mean, Nick, let's be real. Anyone that listens to your podcast, they want to grow. Like, I would platform, hope so. I, 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 mean, I would, I would, I would hope, hope so too. Like, your platform isn't one that promotes 
um stagnation or oh yeah not at all or talk less about regression you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? We, we, like, we keep it moving over here <laughs> we're not we're not here for that but let's even take it off the fact that this is your platform like just on the topic like why not like what else like what else are we here for you know why not be the best version of you you can be anyone in the world including yourself why not be you and make that you be the best version of you possible it's tough it's hard like i look at where i'm at today you know, it's 2021. We're about to go in 2020. I remember where I was at, bottom of 2016, going into 2017. I'm like, damn, like, yeah, I'm in school. I'm trying to just get get the heck out of here. Not that I didn't like school, but I was just ready to like be done and move on to the next place. And I had mm-hmm. time. Like, I still was in school for two years after like that point, or about a almost two full years from that from this time five years ago. So it was like I had to accept that. Yo, this is a process. And I just gotta appreciate the process for what it is and progress during that journey and take with it the gems, the tools, the friendships that I get from it. Like, let's be real. If I was so consumed about the fact that, yeah, I'm stuck here, I hate being here, you and I would have never got cool. That's a fact. Like I met you through being in school. You know what I'm saying? And you know, we had a lot of conversations that even put us in this position to even talk about these things, mm-hmm. you know? So you can't, I think a lot of people are intimidated by growth because they realize it's not easy. And I think that's why as much as your question of everyone should aspire to growth seems like such a simple answer. I think a lot of people hesitate because they're intimidated by the journey. But a lot of people need to realize that what's on the other side is better than anything that's on the side you're currently on right now. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I no, I would, I would definitely wholeheartedly agree with that. But and I mean, just to, I guess, speak to to those to those insecurities and fears, I would say it is, a, it is like the journey is scary, like because you you don't know what comes with it, like you know, it it could be, you know, the the, the fear of wasting time, the fear of failure, the fear of not accomplishing your goals, like. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. I don't mean right. to cut you off, but no, let's, no, let's talk good. about that real quick because you bring up some good points. So let's talk about the fear of wasting time. All right, number one, what you gonna do with that time anyway? That's true. What you gonna do with that time anyway, bro? <laughs> like, what you gonna do with that time anyway? Like, I'll give you an example. When I when we were at undergrad, you know, by the time you and I met, I had been there for about at that school for about nine months. Yeah. Or yeah, I wanna say I met you about nine months in and we got cool within the time I was there for about a year then. So like summer fall 2017 i had nothing to do because i was just breathing at this point i figured out everything i got myself mentally together and i was just breathing through classes i would spend six seven eight hours a day at home just on my laptop watching anime literally because like i'm knocking out all my work but i'm realizing like yo i need something to do because i'm going to come out of this school eventually and i want to come out with the grades but just with a better skill set than what i had like i want to grow is basically what i said to myself and I looked at what um what 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 need was there at the school that I could fill in that would benefit the school, but also benefit me and lead to my growth. And that's where I became. That's where photography came in. You know, the school basketball team didn't have a photographer at the time. Right. I didn't know how to take pictures, but I remember that my mom had a camera stashed away at the crib. I'm like, you know, the next time I get back home, I'm gonna go grab that camera and see if I can start taking pictures for the school basketball team. Long story short, 
I start. I traveled to almost every game with the squad. I got paid for it while I was learning on the fly. I wasn't even trying to get paid. They just ended up offering to pay me because they said, oh, my God, you're doing all this work already. We didn't really budget this. Remember, um, dang, I'm blanking. Who was the um athletic director? We had we had like three of them. Yeah, and, I'm blanking. And, and, but, in my in my three years at school, the one that was real, the one that was real cool. I'm blanking, but anyway, if I remember his name, I'll bring it up. But anyway, um, you know, he was real cool about. It. He said, "You know what? Since you've already done this much work, we can pay you this much for for this many hours, and then we'll let you know when we need you." And it was the best thing for me because I started developing a skill in photography. I started like getting some extra cash. So I had a little money on campus if I needed something for myself or I need some money for my textbooks for class or whatever. And I was not wasting my time. I was actually doing something with my time. So like that whole idea of like, yo, like the fear of wasting your time, like number one, what's you going to do with that time if you're not trying to do something to better your life? Like I was using that time to get a skill that could potentially pay me in the future so I could buy my time back. That's a, that's an interesting concept because like you know time is like one of those things like where we can't get it back in any capacity. So what you see here's the thing it's like why do people want to be rich, Nick? Let me ask you that question. Why do people want to be rich? Why do people want to be wealthy? Let's talk about it. Why do people want to be wealthy? Because uh, when we talk about growth, they they normally bring up money too. So let's bring up the money. Why do people want to be wealthy? I mean, being you know being wealthy that 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 allows you a chance to have freedom and some, some freedom capacity. of what freedom, freedom of time. Of free. There is that's it. People acquire people who want to reach a certain dollar amount. Besides, probably paying off any debts they have because most people are in debt in the world. Yeah. They do it so that they have ownership over their time. If they don't want to do something, they don't got to do it because they they don't have to worry about their their next their next meal, their their rent or mortgage money, the bills. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm I, when I bring up the idea of like like about questioning people who say I don't waste my time. Well. How is it a waste of time if what you're doing is already not productive in the first place? And not productive doesn't mean that you're regressing with the use of your time. But if you're not getting anywhere, if you're just stagnant, you're not using that that your your spare time to grow and do something. How are you going to be in the best position possible when you want to start pushing yourself to grow? And also, the other thing is that. Let's say I didn't like photography, let's say it didn't work out. That wouldn't have been a waste of time because I still would have learned that, okay, this is not for me. That's still information. That's still, I'm still knowledgeable about something about myself. I would have learned that, okay, I know that I'm not really into this. What could I do instead with my time that I would be into? Because I like basketball and I like photography too. But what if I didn't like the photography? Well, maybe I would have wanted to get into like trying to be a part of the team, helping as a manager or something. Or I remember seeing the sports trainer with the team, helping them out, like get the trainer, making sure that they're good, make sure that they're healthy, that they're, that any injuries they get, they were taken care of. Maybe I would have been interested in debt. Maybe I would have been interested in coaching or something. I don't know. But using that time to be involved in an activity, if that, even if I wasn't purely interested in that, I would have at least developed a skill and I would have figured out what I did not want to do. And in my particular case, 
I ended up getting into um, portrait photography. I realized that I wasn't too big on sports photography. Basketball was cool, but I realized that what I really wanted to do was portraits. And I would have never realized that if I didn't just get up from my bed one day at 10 o'clock and say, yo, I need to do something else other than watch cartoons, anime for seven, eight hours a day in between assignments. And I was like, you know what? Let me pick up this camera. If I never picked up the camera, like, and you've seen my photos. For sure. Them, John, them John's he. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, cleared, I cleared the whole IG off. I might have to um, load it back up again soon. Oh, yeah. Let's see, what, let's see what 2022 has for us. But I would have never grown as a person and grown and developed a skill if I didn't just say, well, let me just see what I can do with my time. And then the second point you made about, like, the fear of the unknown. Like, you're always not going to know. You can't know everything in life. Like, you think about how many things there are in this world. You can't know everything. Not at but all. that's why it's important to specialize in one, two, maybe three things. Connect with people, develop a network of people that know so many different things and build yourself up. Because here's the thing. When you grow, you're going to naturally meet other people that are on the journey of growth. You know what I'm saying? When you grow, you're going to naturally come across people like, well, a lot of people don't realize is that more times than not, you can't come across people that are going to help you ascend if you're not stepping out there to ascend yourself. Right. People think that they can stay in the same spot 24 7, 365, and that some angel of a person is going to pop and say, Hey, I can help you get to this next point in your life. That's not how these things work 99.99% of the time. Mm. Like, you got to get up off your butt and go do something. And also, you can't let, you can't punk yourself out of your greatness. Like you can't, you can't that's a, that's, yourself that, that's a great point right there of your greatness. Like you don't know what your potential is until you go and try to tap into it. Some people don't realize how great they can be until they actually start throwing themselves into the jungle. Yeah. You know, I think, I think a lot about, um, I'm trying to remember the line it's off watch the throne. I think Hove said, well, I'm um, just walking the jungle, just ask for Hove. And it's like, you know, you don't know who you're going to meet that at some pool when you go step into any arena of, of life and life's all about building relationships. We're a social people by nature. How do you expect to grow if you don't set off on a journey that's going to connect you with people that will help you grow? You know what I'm saying? Like I can confidently say that me stepping out of my, my, um, my shell of not wanting to be around people when I was first at college and then meeting people like you helped me grow. Cause I exposed myself to people that helped me think a lot about myself while I was helping them. Like, and I, and I know you can, you can speak for that with our relationship. Like we close friends, the number one reason is because of all the deep conversations we have about wanting to be better. Mm-hmm. But what I have experienced that with you, if I hadn't said to myself, okay, I got to stop isolating myself from people. Let me go interact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so, do. <laughs> all that fear of the unknown is like, I'm not even going to call it an excuse because it can be a real reason. Some people can really be like intimidated by what they don't know. But look, the people that win in this world have the information. Yeah. And the people that win the most have the most information. So if you are you trying to win or are you trying to lose is question number one? And oh, if you answer if you answer no, you can just close the pod. You don't got to listen to this no more. <laughs> like you can just hit the pause button, turn off your phone or go do something else. Go back on YouTube, whatever you were doing, you can go ahead and do that. But if you said yes, and you're one of these people listening on the on Nick's podcast here, the Hollow Talk podcast, 
and you're th and you're one of these people that are scared about the idea of that growth. You gotta ask yourself what you're scared for, because ultimately, if you just allow yourself to stay scared forever, you're not gonna get anywhere. But if you go set yourself out, you know you're gonna get your butt kicked a couple times by life. You're gonna have some wounds, but you lick your wounds, get up, wipe your tears, and keep smack that dust off your feet, even though you still look dusty. You know, metaphorically <laughs> speaking, of course. Right. And you and you keep walking. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna um have some success, and you're gonna come across people that help you. But you see, you can't get help if you don't help yourself. You can't. Like people aren't even motivated to help people that don't even see the have and have any effort or any care about themselves. You get what I'm saying? Like, no matter how nice a person someone is, most people aren't motivated to support someone that doesn't think of supporting themselves. So you just got to you just got to change your mindset on that. Like knowledge is power or at least knowledge is potential power. So go acquire some knowledge so that you can tap into that potential so that you can start growing and reach that self-actualization that we talking about. You feel me, Nick? For sure. You're dropping some bars right now. <laughs> I mean, this is just how we be chopping up in general. Right, I'm just keeping absolutely. it real for the people. Like, and I understand because I've been there. I've been afraid. But you know what I realized at one point? I realized that if I'm afraid of going forward, I'm gonna be stuck here forever. Mm -hmm. And if I'm stuck here forever, I can't have a positive impact on all the people that I care about. And that's where the idea of a why kicks in. When you have a why as to why you wanna reach that self-actualization, why you wanna grow, you're gonna be able to start that. The fears that are in front of you won't be stronger than you. You'll, you'll start intimidating the things that once intimidated you. So for everyone listening, you got to ask yourself a why. Why do I want to do this? And dig deep. You may not get the answer right away, but when you do, and once you have it, go for it and don't stop. All go right. for it and don't stop. Okay, so this brings me to another point, right? So Talk to me. So, like, again, like you, you've mentioned, you know, numerous occasions already that we, we generally have these conversations off the record, right? We've had mm -hmm. these conversations for many years. They got to be four years now. <laughs> right, about, about four or five years that we, we've had these, these introspective intellectual conversations on numerous occasions, right? Now... Mm -hmm. We, we are both young adults you know we I'm, I'm 23 you 24 right yes sir so for the for the average you know young adult like again like I, I i like to say between 18 and 26 that's like my age range i don't know why but <laughs> i'm just gonna say between 18 to 26 year olds i feel like that's you know like you know college students or you know, freshmen mm -hmm. going up until you know people that's that's you know either college graduates or you know they're in uh you know they're they're post-grad right right you know, so for, for for us, right, a lot of us don't necessarily have the mentality that me and you have when it comes to, you know, kind of having this grasp on what we want to do, how we want to do it, or or at least having the conversation about it to, to see if we can figure it out, right? Okay. So, you know, ha having that, um, ha having that experience, you know, me, me and you both and, uh, you know, a few other people that we know personally and, you know, people who we may not know have having that same kind of drive and ambition uh, for the people who don't have it. Right. Like what's the like, how would you explain the knowledge and wisdom that we've gained versus them not necessarily having that same knowledge and wisdom to 
to to be you know forthgoing with trying to figure out their their future plans or figure out what they want to do next. Damn, that's a that's a mouthful of a question, but I'm I know I I'm, I'm my bad. It's all good. It's all good. It's it's, it's, it's how it normally be. I no, think just, I can. I'll try to break down a little bit. Just what's the what's the difference between knowledge and wisdom? That's See, as well, simple as that. I knew that's where we were going, but I I really think that I can handle that that question you had right. about you know overcoming you know that um it's kind of like an anxiety about how do I basically conquer the unknown and then acquire what I need to acquire and then develop that on um, that ambition to go after what I want, what after what, what someone wants in life, as far as um, growth and goals and all that. <sighs> the first thing I'm going to say is you got to know yourself. You got to know yourself. A lot of people don't know themselves. They think they do, but they don't. They know themselves when they interact with other people. They know themselves when they plugged into the matrix on their phone, their tablet, their laptop, their MacBooks, some tech all the time. Mm-hmm. They know themselves when they're on social media, but a lot of people don't really know themselves. And that may seem like a random thing to point, like, why does that matter? But like, if you don't understand yourself, if you don't know yourself, how can you know the real reasons for what you want to do, why you want to do it? And what is it that's scaring you and why are you scared of those things? You know what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. number one. And it's hard to know yourself. It's hard to know yourself if you don't already. Right. It can be really hard. It's a, it's, it's kind of like we said earlier, it's a journey. I think if you don't have, if you lack ambition, you got to ask yourself why. Because a lack of ambition can normally tie to something having to do about you as far as your identity. That's got to be tied to who you are. Because why aren't you interested in doing something? Like... Like, we're not naturally wired as human beings to do nothing. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, we always move. We always do something. So why don't you have an interest in doing anything? Is it the environment? Is it something Is it something that someone planted in your mind that had you think that, oh, you can't do it? And now subconsciously, it's like, oh, I'm just not interested in doing that. But it's not that you're not interested. Deep down, you just think that you can't for whatever reason. Like, what is it about your identity your psychological identity that has you believe that you can't do something or has you saying to yourself that oh, i don't really have an interest to go achieve anything in life like that's just boring like life's boring <laughs> if you're not doing something <laughs> and naturally if you're doing something and you really start to see how far you can take it you're going to have at least some sense of an ambition so i think that's the first question like what is it about you that's preventing you from being ambitious and most of the time that's going to lead to really understand what makes you tick and what makes you talk. You know what I mean? What makes you like continuously pause and resume, pause and resume with your life. You feel me? And I feel like that comes from all these distractions. Like, you know, I think I said this to you before, Nick, off the record, like people can't can't stand being bored. It's not they, at all. <laughs> they always like they always hate being they always hate being bored. But I'm not talking about the boredom earlier where you're not being active. Yeah. It's the boredom that comes with like you're not connected to anything or anyone. So people gotta preoccupy themselves with distractions in the form of that friendships. Not that friendship is a distraction, that's an important thing, but people may use friendship to distract themselves. That's number one. Or they use the tools of the internet, things around them, 
maybe um, hobbies, anything to keep themselves from really being stuck with their thoughts. Because that's where the real growth comes in. That's where the real drive to do something comes. When you're just stuck with your thoughts and your brain has to get creative about things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when you when you started podcasting, that came from you thinking like, yo, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do in my life. You were ambitious about something. You were ambitious about doing something with your life. You didn't know what it was, though. And you were trying to figure out. And you knew that you like talking to people. You know, you like to have a conversation. <laughs> and I'm just saying, because I remember we had these conversations before no, you watched right, this. Right, right, right. And I remember you saying to me, it's like, or I don't know if you said it to me or just one day you said, yo, I'm going to start potting. But it was like, yeah, I think I'm going to just do this podcast thing. I said, for real? You said, yeah. Because like, I mean, I don't know what I wanted to be about. But I know that I do want to be like in broadcasting somehow, but not anyone can just get to all these broadcasting gigs so easily. But why can't I just launch my own thing? Exactly. And look at where you at know, right man. now today, like all these years later, like you going somewhere, this is what you use to actually get through your life on a daily basis now. Right. And we all know that the Hollow Talk probably is going to the moon. No doubt about you already. it. You already right. know. But that all started, <laughs> that all started with you saying you being bored Bored of being bored, though. You were trying yeah. to figure out what should I be doing? Because I want to do something in this field in my life that I really don't know how to get there. So I'm just trying. That's another thing. A lot of people think there's got to be like a laid out blueprint. No, you just got to just start. All right. Let me let me let me stop you real quick. So so right, right. So so you are absolutely 100 percent correct in, in what you just said. Right. So like the whole idea for me to, to start the pod was. Like, damn, I just, you know, I want to, I want to do something. Like, I don't want to like, you know, keep going through the same cycle of like trying to figure out what to do. Like, let me actually like, you know, stand 10 toes down and actually, you know, put my feet to the fire and, and go, go forward with it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always knew that, you know, I had like these kind of conversations, like the conversation that we're having now, this is a, this, this is a random Tuesday. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is right. regular, like this is regular for us and like other people that we, that, that, that we talk to on a regular basis. Like these are the types of talks that we have. And I just always thought that it would be dope to, you know, kind of broadcast it to, to other people who might not be, you know, in that circle of, of, of our, of our group or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just just kind of like, you know, put those thoughts and ideas out there because, you know, like we really have like real, you know, real, real in-depth conversations about life, you know, culture, music, movies, like whatever, like whatever the topic is at that day, it's going to be like a real conversation though. You know, we're going to debate a little bit. We're going to laugh. We're going we're gonna to do it all. But, See, but look at that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but, look, but look at what you just said. You look at how you like for, for all the listeners, I want you to peep how. When he broke down everything that went to this podcast, he's really just running through everything we've talked about today. He had a moment where he was like reflecting on what he wanted to do with his life. And at moments, it was painful. It was torturous because he was like, I don't really know. Then (laughs) then at some point, digging through all that pain and pushing past it, he had an epiphany that, you know, I don't know exactly what I want to do, but I know I want to broadcast. I want to speak to people. Let me try to make a launch of podcast. What's it going to be about? I don't even know. But I'm gonna just kick it with the people that I kick it with, and we're gonna record these conversations and see where it takes us. And then you start, and you realize that yo, there's I, there's a way I can grow from this. It's gonna make me more extroverted. Not that you were all an introvert to begin with, but I you I'm sure you can speak for, for yourself that doing this has made you more comfortable with talking to people that you may not know too well. Bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. Mo- like again, most of the people who I talk to, like outside, like outside of my like my real like 
friend group like that I've had before I started the pod, you know, mm-hmm. like some of the people who who've came on, you know, like I've like actually, you know, gained real friendships with these people. But most of the time, like the first time I talk to these people is on record. <laughs> and, I, and I sit here and talk to these people for an hour, two hours, three hours, like I like I've known them for a substantial amount of time when this is our first real in-depth conversation. And, and you see that like that's but that's the whole thing like you can't grow if you don't put yourself out there yeah. so you had you had some introspective moments that were painful then you had an epiphany like yo this is what i can do to figure out what i want to do you start you start potting because you want to speak to people mm-hmm. and you want to like connect with people and share experiences and, and then that lets you growing as far as being a speaker being on a public forum. I know it's hard to have that camera rolling. I know I don't got the camera rolling today. In the future, no, nah, actually, no, actually, it's not that hard, honestly. Like, I, you but, know, okay, I, so I'm, question, I'm good was, with it. Was it, was it easy in the very beginning? Um, I mean, kind of, sort of, like, not, I, I don't think it was hard for me to, to, to be okay. on camera or to, like, you know, like, broadcast this because this is something that I was, kind of sort of comfortable anyway like i was in drama club i was on stages okay that's fair so you had some you had some experience with the guys on you but you can definitely say it's gotten easier since no like this is nothing now at this point just just as long as i got you know a a little decent fit on you know my background a little a little nice like i'm (laughs) cool you know camera you know what i'm saying this this isn't this isn't hard at all but i know for some people it's it's challenging it's like this is like you know, standing up in front of the class and, you know, having to present your project, like public speaking right. is is the most, you know, scary thing to do. I, at least that's what the statistics say. But, yeah, yeah. More people are scared of public speak, speaking than dying, which is yeah, crazy to which me is, which I'm is not crazy. trying to die, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm feeling my guess. I, I mean, I'm a, you know me, I'm a public speaker, so that's all. Yeah. But I, under, I, can, I, can, I can empathize with people being scared of that. But, yeah, absolutely. you know, like I'm saying, Nick, like, through allowing yourself to really dig deep thinking about this, what you want to do, and then stepping out regardless of what you knew could happen, you were able to grow. You were able to gain some knowledge. And see, for everyone who was, who, because you brought up the question earlier that you want me to answer for people who are like afraid of wasting their time and then the fear of um, um, not knowing. You can't know until you know. Yeah. How do you know if you don't know? And yeah, you, you can't for you. Thank you. You gotta shoot that <laughs> shot. You gotta take that step forward. You gotta make the leap. You gotta make the leap of faith. Believe in yourself. For real, for real. Let's keep it hundred. If you don't believe in you, who's gonna believe in you? Very few people are gonna believe and love us more than we believe and love ourselves. Shit, to keep it real with you, very few people believe in you, even when you believe in yourself. <laughs> exactly. So, man, that's some real talk. Now that's a gem. That's real talk. So it's like it's a requirement that you got to just make the jump if you really want to ascend as a person and tap into that inner potential that, you know, is there that, you know, is waiting for you to like, um, like um, align yourself with so that you can grow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that brings us to the idea of knowledge versus wisdom, because now you've become knowledgeable about podcasting. You've developed wisdom, knowledge about speaking to people like, you know, all of these things but then it's like okay so how do i apply it in order to advance myself which is where the concept of knowledge versus wisdom comes in
Yeah. So the 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 next thing, and again, this this goes right into the flow of the conversation. So the 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 next subtopic of self actualization is is execution being able to execute your plan oh, hold up though hold up though before we get into that i don't think we defined what the difference was between because, you know, between knowledge and wisdom yeah so let's oh, touch right, on that real right, quick because right. that that will lead to execution but gotcha. um i think people end up like inter you these are the words interchangeably or they try to make it to seem like oh wisdom is like a step above knowledge which it can be but they're never clear on what the difference is so let's talk about it so like you know, in your, and I'm going to use you as an example. In your journey of podcasting, you've acquired knowledge on how to record a pod, right. how to interview, how to um connect with the people. Like, you've acquired the information to run a good pod, but you're trying to reach a point where you become an expert and adventure something. That's where wisdom comes in. So let's talk mm-hmm. about it. Knowledge is the, knowledge is, I break down knowledge, I break down words into what they actually are, if I can. Like, what is what is the original of this word? So you look at the word knowledge, it's from two words, know and ledge. Well, we know what the word what, what it means to know something. Yeah. And when people think of a ledge, they may think of like, like being on the edge of something. But I take that from the word ledger. Like they just dropped the R at the end. And a ledger is just a list of things. It's just a list. Right. So knowledge is knowing of a list of things, particularly of a certain topic or area of study, you know? So yeah. You've become, and I know you'd be like researching and watching other podcasts to figure out how to oh, grow. Yeah, sure. You're knowledgeable about podcasting. You know things about what it means to podcast. You know things about what it means to um grow your podcast. Like, and you've been in the trenches with it for real, for real. You've got yeah. it dirty. When you had like five, only five plays to the number of plays you got today, like you had to acquire information and add it to your list of information to push it forward. Wisdom, though, wisdom is the ability to use knowledge in order to live life skillfully. If we want to apply that to podcasting, wisdom is going to be ability to apply that knowledge in order to advance that this podcast to a point where it's like, you know, on some global type of time. Like, you're not settling with where you're at now. So wisdom is evidence of growth. It's evidence of reaching self-actualization. Wisdom is applied knowledge. There is no wisdom without experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, absolutely. You, you, like, let's say you knew about all the things you know about podcasting now, but you never recorded the pod. Yeah, it, it, would, it wouldn't matter yeah. what I knew. <laughs> yeah, you just you just know what a podcast is and how to record one, but you've never mm-hmm. actually done anything so that you can learn from that and expand on, on it. So, you know, so, like, knowledge is just, and that's why I said earlier, knowledge is potential power. You can know something, but if you don't utilize what you know, what's the point? Like if life is a, if, if life is about information and you have the information that gives you an edge, but you don't take advantage of your edge, what was the point of having the edge in the first exactly. place? Exactly. You that's where you that's where people say you smart for nothing. <laughs> you know, we've heard that before as young. Uh, for sure. Like, and this 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 fool smart for nothing. This guy's smart, but he a dummy. Like as kids, we heard that, but when you grow up and think, look back on those little things, you realize that the adults were telling us like you know so much, but you're not making use of it to advance your life. Like you, you doing being on this journey, you're using podcast podcasting to advance your life. Like on a deep, on a deeper level, like on the service level, potting something that you like to do, it helps you take care of yourself, pay the bills, help your family. Right. We just need to get you some more sponsorships for all yeah. time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but on a deeper level, 
you maximizing the information that you have access to in this information era that we were born into essentially because you know we were kids when the internet really started popping off mm-hmm. and we were like still youngins when social media started being a tool to connect with the world you know like like twitter dropped in 07 <laughs> and it really didn't pop off to 2010 2011 for real for mm-hmm. real like we were in high school in 2011 2012 so it's like we're in an era where we have so much information which we can become knowledgeable about but if you don't apply it in order to advance your life what why, why are you here what you what you here for and now that walks us into execution so i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you lead that before we continue on there no, so so I mean, you you basically just defined what what at least I think execution means in the in, in the grand scheme of achieving self actualization. You know, you you having a plan or idea, and you know you taking the steps to implement it and essentially execute it. Um, you know, I I do think like a, a certain level of discipline is 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 um required to to achieve that that self-actualization because it's it's easy to get distracted and it's easy to get you know driven off of off of your path but having that discipline and you know again that's something that we talk about a whole that that, that's probably the number one thing we talk about honestly is you know staying disciplined staying ten toes down Mm -hmm. and you know staying in the game so that way you know when it's time for you to execute you you ready to do it you know, you, right. you're, you're not looking around saying, oh, shit, what I do next? Or, you know, like, oh, damn, it's, it's my time to shine now? Oh, I'm not ready. Like, no, nah, we, we we ready to roll and we ready to make it happen as soon as it's our time to shine. And, you know, having that that certain level of discipline allows you, one, um, the, the ability to feel confident in doing it and mm-hmm. also the ability to, to feel comfortable doing that, being comfortable in that uncomfortable position like because a lot of people are uncomfortable when it's when it's showtime you know what i mean right i mean think about think about all the professional athletes that we look up to think about like our favorite basketball plays you know you and i both love basketball Mm -hmm. like the best athletes aren't afraid of the moment because they they prepare for that moment their entire lives so that when it's time to execute they prepare it and that's the thing like you have to step out there and get your practice in, get your reps in. Like people are consumed by fear due to a lack of knowledge and application of said knowledge. Like people normally fear what they don't know, but if you know something and then start to use what you know, what's there to be afraid of? Cause now you know something. Now it's okay, let's say I'm trying to be a good writer. I'm afraid of writing Maybe my goal is to write a novel one day. Now you're afraid of writing a whole novel. Well, you're not supposed to write the novel one day. <laughs> right. Start by writing a page a day. Write a paragraph. Like, figure out what you want to write about. Practice. Get the reps in. Like, execute, though. Don't be... Some people are so paralyzed by their fear or they're paralyzed by what they call analysis paralysis, where they take in so much information, but they don't act on it. So their fears just get bigger. But you gotta execute. You gotta actually make something shake. You're like, you gotta bust the move. <laughs> you, don't, you don't bust the move. You just you're gonna you're gonna you're stuck in place. And at some point, you become frozen. Like you're just not gonna be stuck in place and be able to move. At some point, you're not gonna be able to move because you wasted too much time and so many outside factors that are around you, surrounding you, and whoever's around that you're trying to like 
compete with maybe it may not be affecting them because they put some work in but you haven't put any work in you know the best way to conquer fear is to put some work in <laughs> you're not you're not putting any work in no wonder why you're afraid of everything you shake it in your boots because all you've done is shaking the boots you haven't moved mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it really comes down to making an effort to make an effort because people want to talk about yo this is what i want to do i got all these ideas why have you started said no nah, i'm waiting for it to connect. i'm waiting for an xyz person to, to, to connect with me i'm looking for such things to work out i'm waiting for the perfect moment like, there's no such thing as a perfect moment usually you got to make the moment the moment's not made for you you feel me yeah for sure for sure so it's like if you're just stuck waiting for the conditions to be perfect oh it's 70 degrees with a slight breeze. I'm moving at Northwest at, you know, like, man, shut up. Like <laughs> the weatherman, the, the weatherman not going to hook it up for you. You got to figure that stuff out. Like, go, go, yeah. go. Like when you started this, and I and I keep coming back to you because I feel like you're the perfect example. When we started this podcast, I remember the equipment you had. Was it the best equipment in the world? No. Do you got the best equipment in the world now? No. <laughs> you still recording, right? <laughs> yeah. You still reaching out to people, right? For sure. You didn't have any connections. You were reaching out to people in Griselda. Just yeah, off IG. And right. it worked, didn't it? Yeah. You got just with some people. Like, you got to just hit the go button. You got to hit the it mental go button in your head. Just go. Like, people just want want things to be laid out for them. Like, no. Like, you want to eat, but you want everyone to make your plate. That's not how it works. It don't matter how good how good you are at cooking or not. You better go in the kitchen, make it work, put something together. Like, I don't care what it is, but if you're trying to get somewhere, you can't just be focused on waiting for everything to be perfect. Because number one, life not perfect. Number two, humans aren't perfect. So therefore, no situation is truly ever going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You just got to go. Hit that go button. And as you go, things will connect. But nothing can get going if you don't get going. Yeah. Or even worse, if you don't get going and things start to move, you didn't put yourself in a position to actually take advantage of the fact that now conditions are changing around you that could benefit you if you have put some time in. It's like the idea of when they say, they always tell successful people, oh, they got lucky. He's a genius. She's she's, She's the most brilliant person on this topic. Of course, she would have gotten this far. They didn't start out this way. Like they tapped into something or they didn't even know what they were tapping into, but they figured it out. Like you don't make your, you don't, you don't get lucky most of the time. You make your luck. And for real, for real, luck is just opportunity intersecting with your dedicated efforts that you've been pushing forward. Yeah. That's all it is. So People can get lucky all the time, but if you're not prepared to be to take advantage of your lucky moment, you'd be lucky for nothing. And that might be even more painful than just never getting that lucky break in the first place. It's nothing worse than 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 squander potential, squander talent. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like 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 knowing knowing you and knowing it was in your hands. And you didn't do anything with it. I, I, me personally, I don't feel like it's anything, you know, any, any, anything more painful than that. Just like as, as you know, the person being in that situation, like, 
Right. You know, you, you always want to try to move forward with the times, you know, try to be in position to move along as things move along. And, you know, you not putting in work, you not staying dedicated, discipline, which is why, you know, I, I try to preach discipline along with the execution. Like if you're going to execute something, you got to also, you know, do it with a certain level of discipline. Because like I said, you know, like, you know, pe- people, I'm like, even with podcasting, like, you know, you, you, you was bringing me up a lot, using me as an example. Like I'll just use the whole podcasting thing as an example and me included. Like it's, it's a lot of people who do podcasts or a lot of people who have done podcasts, started podcasts. Not many people have been, consistent with it though Uh, a lot lot of podcasts have came and went you know what i mean or like just businesses in general but well here i I am season three about to work in season four (laughs) exactly like well number one i'm happy you brought that consistency thing a lack of consistency leads to the death of dreams all dreams yeah and this is where the idea this is where the conversation of i'm happy you're bringing up in this execution talk, the idea of discipline, because this is where the idea of discipline versus motivation comes in. Everybody wants to be motivated and there's nothing wrong with being motivated at the start, but motivation is temporary. Discipline is forever. If you would allow it to be, you can't be motivated all the time. Why? You're not always going to be in the best headspace to feed off of motivation. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all been, (laughs) (laughs) we've had these talks, you know how it goes, but you just not. But if you become disciplined, if it just becomes second nature, if it becomes instinctual, habitual to do what you got to do to get to where you need to go, you're going to get there at some point because the consistency is on the ball. It's on the mark. But you can't be consistent just being motivated. There are very few people who can tap into motivations for extended periods of time. That's number one. Very few people. And And chances are, if you're listening, you're not one of those people. <laughs> like the people that you're listening to, I mean, I'll speak for me. I won't speak for you, Nick. I know that I can't last off motivation for a long time. It's never worked. It's never really worked. Like the last time that I was really motivated, I leveraged that into becoming disciplined. Mm-hmm. And now there's certain things that I used to not do all the time that I do consistently to get to where I need to go. You know what I'm saying? So that's Absolutely. number one. And then the other thing is like, Discipline is all about embracing a regimen, embracing the everyday actions from the big to the small things that come with the journey of whatever you're trying to do. Like, I know you've had your week where you don't really feel like recording an episode. And you and I talk all the time about how, man, I got to find someone to record for this week. Yep. I don't got any guests. Like something happened to someone and now I got to make it, and now I got to figure it out off the fly. And it's yeah. like, Dang, Nick is really disciplined. That's what I'd be saying to myself because, oh, yeah. and, and I wound not, up making it happen, bro. I, I put out an episode every week. <laughs> hey, but you can't, you can't be Mister Make It Happen if you're not disciplined to go figure it out. That's a fact. Like, you not, you're not giving up on yourself. That's another thing. You're not saying, oh, you know, I can take it off. I can take off this week. There are no off days. You know, recipes, Kobe Bryant, it's like a mama mentality. There are no off days. Like we're really here to better our lives and better ourselves. You can't do that if you take it easy on yourself. Like people call themselves diamonds, but don't want to put any pressure on themselves. What you talking about? <laughs> For real, like what we really here to rap about? Let's let's keep it a thousand today, Nick. I, I, people, hey, I'm here, bro. People sell themselves. People pitch themselves as the best thing to slice bread, as this sparkling jewel. But you're mm-hmm. not doing what you need to do to become that for real, for real. Demonstrated. Like everyone can talk a storm, but can you walk through that storm you're talking about? 
You know what I'm saying? That's what like, and that's where the discipline, the execution, the consistency comes in. You know, and when we talk about going back to this whole idea, like the whole point is like about self-actualization, retrying to tap into our potential or figure out our talents, apply ourselves and be dri driven and in the moment with everything so that we can reach a certain sort of fulfillment in life. Like there's no point in living if we don't at least, you know, ascribe to get to that, you know, never, you know, the goal is to try to see if we can do it because life's hard, but if you're actually trying to see if you can do it, why aren't you doing the things that'll put you in the position to actually do it and achieve it? So you gotta be driven. You know, the world, the people, the most, the people that inspire us the most, the people that change the world, they were the ones that were crazy enough to do it. But all that idea of being crazy is just, they just believe that they could do something and they didn't stop until they did it. And the reason why they didn't stop is because they wired themselves to never stop. You know, bad boys, shout out to Diddy, can't stop, won't stop. It's really that simple. Uh -uh, uh -uh. <laughs> but that's real talk. And that's what, you know, that's what you've lived your life, especially these last four years. You know, yeah. I, I'm really proud of you, Nick. Appreciate like, it. To, to see where you've grown. Like, I remember four years ago. It was, it was, it was, it was a mean, different situation. <laughs> you, and I were, you and I were stressing every other day. Yeah. And then we both just realized that, bro, let's just go to work. We just hear playing 2k whining about life 2k cool but <laughs> we need to be doing like let's go figure something out and then we started figuring something out now i'm doing what i'm doing you doing what you're doing and we both thankful for where we are but we know we can take it another couple levels Absolutely. and we're going to do that because we among the discipline we among the consistent Probably we among the too, executors man. i appreciate it man you know the only way the only way from here is up Oh yeah, you know it's only up from here. It's only up. The sky's not the, the sky's not the limit. That's the that's the floor. <laughs> that's the basement for where we going. <laughs> Yo, so, okay, so so I like that that whole last portion of that of the the conversation. It mm -hmm. it, it goes you know a, a smooth transition into the the next subtopic, right? Mm -hmm. So that is protecting your energy, right? Oh man! I listen. I, oh, I know. Man. I know. It's, it's it's about to be one of those. So let's talk about it. So so the the whole idea of protecting your energy, right? Like I I know I know you just said that you know people talk about being diamonds, like you know diamonds are made under pressure, right? But it comes a time where you know the pressure becomes too much. You put too much pressure on yourself. You 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 put too much of a heavy workload on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you 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 start feeling the pressures of you know the the people that you that you represent or the people that you're trying to do it for other than yourself of course mm. um like how would you suggest that people prote like protect their energy especially in the times that we're in now like it's you know energy is is uh, along with time the top currency that you got oh man all right so I've been. This is this is this is this is where I really have some fun uh, yeah, chopping up. You, know, <laughs> you already know about my protect the energy bag, but let's get into it for uh -huh. real, for real, bro. You gotta start by first of all. You gotta ask yourself, am I protecting my energy? That's the very first question. If we're gonna talk about protecting your energy, you gotta ask yourself if you're actually doing that. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, if the answer is no, which I think we all slip up on protecting our energy once in a while. So there's right. no judgment here. So let's assume the answer is no. Why is it that you're not protecting your energy? What is that? 
what is it that you're doing or what is it that you're allowing or tolerating that leads to you not protecting the energy so let's dig deeper about that bro mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't careful with who they let into their space yeah. And a lot of people aren't careful about what spaces they step into. You know, you know, the most powerful, the most influential thing on our on us human beings is our environment. It doesn't matter what's inside of you. If the environment does not promote you, promote to promote you to tap into those things inside of you that you're trying to like bring out into the world, you're not going to productively do those things if do them at all. The environment has the greatest impact on our actions, our behaviors, our thoughts, our interactions, our feelings, everything. The environment impacts everything. Like, Nothing is more impactful than the environment. What the, where this comes in with protecting your energy, a lot of people either are stepping into environments that are not conducive to their growth and development, or they're not protecting their own personal environment and they're allowing people to enter and exit that environment, taking things of tangibility away from them that are draining them out. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, I had a friend, I'll keep it anonymous, of course, because yeah. we're not putting people's business out there. I have a friend, and this friend of mine, you know, they're they're in a tough spot in their life right now. And they reached out to me at one point because like, yo, Mike, I don't really know why this isn't going the way I want, want it to go. I said, all right, break it down to me. What's going on? They explained to me the situation. The first question I asked them once they gave me the whole laydown was, are you in the environment that's going to promote you to do things that you need to do? And it's like, they're like, what you mean? I'm like, and I said to them, are you in the proper environment that's going to let you focus on what you need to do? And as we started breaking down their environment, there was like, you know, I'm not. Certain people that I'm interacting with, I shouldn't be giving them that much time. And you see, when it, and, and this is a perfect segue to the idea of protecting your time. To protect your energy, you got to protect your time. If you're letting people be time suckers, time wasters, draining you, then not only are you already low on energy, but you don't even have enough time to recover from how they drained you to then go back and do what you wanted to do. And that's where, and that's where the concept of lost opportunity comes in because the time and energy you spent towards one thing could have gone towards something else. Mm -hmm. So even when you get back to that starting point, you still have that gap of what you could have done to get to that other thing that you're supposed to be doing. So when I think about protecting my energy, for me personally, you know me, I, I'm really good at isolating myself. Yeah. It's not like, I'm not saying to anyone listening, go ghost on the homies, disappear from all your homegirls, disappear from all your friends, but you have to know when to pull back and then when to push yourself in. You have to know. You have to know when to plug in out of the matrix, for example. You have to know when to tap in and out with the reality of your surroundings because if you're already in an environment and let's say it's not a let's say it's not a negative environment. It could be a positive environment with good people, but they may not, may not be on the type of time you want as far as what you want to do with your life. You got to remove yourself from that environment so that you can focus on what you want to do. Like, let's say you got a couple cool friends, but 
you normally get together with them to lay back and just kick it, just to blow some steam off or just to cool off from like whatever you've been doing. If you're spending all your time with them, you're not spending your time and your energy towards what you got to do for your own progression. So protecting your energy really starts with analyzing the environments that you step into and the things that step into your own environment. You know, if you have invaders, that's what we'll call them for this, mm -hmm. for the sake of this conversation. If you have invaders stepping into your space, taking up your time, your money, your resources, your energy, you can't even focus on what you got to do because now you got to focus on pushing these people out. And some people don't want to leave easily. You know what I'm saying? I know you've experienced it. Right. Some people that walk into your life, they don't, they don't, they don't just walk out smoothly. More times than not, you got to finesse removing <laughs> them out. And you know, you and I both know. Yes. <laughs> you won't get is. into it, but you and I both know about that. And that's even though when, when you're successful with that, it can be, it can leave quite an exhaust, an exhausting mark on you. So you got to be careful with that. And then got to be careful where you take yourself. You can't be everywhere. I see a lot of people always trying to be involved in the action. Like, for what? Like, why? Hey. Do you have to do this in order to do to get to what you need to get to? And then they'll be like, well, no, but I just want to, you know, kick it. It's like, a lot, and this comes back to the idea of, like, people needing to distract themselves to not be bored. Mm -hmm. To not be bored and to prevent themselves from really thinking. But you got to be bored. You got to put yourself in that position to like be alone with your thoughts so that you can probably execute. And if you don't want to be alone, that's fine. Be in the environment with the people and things that are going to promote the goal that you have for yourself. Because you don't got to isolate yourself if you're in the right environment or you can cultivate the right environment. But if you can't build one or go to one, you need to take some alone time, take some time off from people to get yourself right i remember there was a point back when we were in undergrad i would go ghost on people for like you know it was 11 weeks it was 11 weeks and uh -huh. i might go ghost for seven out of nowhere five like at least half the, the term like yo mm -hmm. mike where you been i've been getting my work done so i can pass these classes <laughs> i don't know where you've been no i do because he posted on social media but mm -hmm. i ain't gonna say nothing about that all right. But I gotta get the I gotta get my work done. Like, and that's all about having that tunnel vision, that focus. You can't let people pull you off from what you're doing. Like you on these train tracks in this train that's trying to get you to that destination. Don't get off three stops early to go mess around, do something. Because the next train might not be arriving at a certain time for you to get to where you need to be by a certain time. You feel me? Like I do. time's a waste and like the clock's ticking every second. And you don't need to be overwhelmed by that fact, but you need to be cognizant of the fact that you shouldn't be spending time for sake of wasting time. Like the whole point of us doing what we're doing, we're spending time to get it back. We're trying to leverage our time. We're leveraging our future time to be credited time in the, our, no, I'm, I messed that up. We're leveraging our present time to be credited future time. You feel me? Yeah. But some people, um, spend their future time, their present time, and then got to get a loan on their future because they, they mismanaged their time. So now you didn't use your time properly in the beginning because you weren't protecting yourself from people, things, and environments that didn't allow you to function properly. And now you against the clock. Yeah. 
that, that, that that's that's a conversation I like my, but let, my dad. But let me, but let me. Uh huh. Go ahead. Let me. I was gonna ask you a question. But go no, ahead no, 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 no. I was, I was just saying that. That's that's just that sound like the conversations me and my father be having. Shout out to Pop. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask you. How do you how do you protect your energy? For me, like I don't know if I I kind of went on a tangent. So the answer, nah, you good, the question, you, you good. I just basically like you know keep myself away from the people when I know I got to focus and I don't let certain things enter my environment that's going to drain drain me my resources my energy and all that my uh, my focus but how do you protect your energy um how do I protect my energy I mean I mo- most of the time I just I, I, I try to I, I try to disconnect I mm. try to I, I try to isolate because like I do this shit all day like if I'm if I'm not on the pod, I'm on the phone talking to people. <laughs> right. So so like I'm always like ha- having some type of social interaction, and for sure that can be um that that could be a way of like you know decompressing, if you will, like you know depending on what the conversation is or you know who I'm okay. talking to at the time or whatever the case may be. That that could be um, looked at as a, a a time of decompression, but when i you know when i do you know run out of that 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 social meter if you will mm-hmm. I, just, I just decompress you know kind of like lock into my music listen to my music um and, and just and just try to not think about shit <laughs> not, okay. not not think about what's going on just, just, just kind of get lost in my own little world and then once i get back i'm back and i'm ready to roll again Okay, so then let me ask you this because we're talking about about how about how to protect your energy. Yeah, but it's not a simple thing. Not at all. What What are some of the challenges that have come with protecting your energy, and how have you overcome those challenges? Um, not not feeling bad for for trying to protect it. <laughs> um, oh wow. Okay. What What I mean That's by deep. that? What I mean by that? Uh, to, to kind of put it in simple terms is um. You know, like like when you try to separate yourself from 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 that 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 social life, if you will, or 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 just you know like whatever you know like whatever whatever kind of thing you got going on, you just take yourself out of that equation and you just try to be on your solo dolo. You know, some people might look at you like, yo, like what's like like how you said, yo, Mike, where you been at, man? Like, right. like you you don't, you don't fuck with me no more. What's like what's going on? And and it is it's not even about you, bro, or or sis. Like it is not at all. Like I still love you, I still care for you. Like I, you know, I, I just need to, to take some time for myself and get myself right. So when I do come back, I'm I'm able to give you the energy that you're accustomed to and you know, and and make you feel comfortable and normal like like how we would normally chop it up i i can't give you that if i ain't got no energy to give you feel me dang yeah that last part i can't give you something if i got nothing to give that's real um i definitely feel that but let's let's push it let's push it a little deeper with the idea of like fighting um like handling this so you and i are very similar about the idea of like we're gonna pull back yeah we're gonna pull away from the crowd go to our little, go to our little corner, go get into our personal zone, you know, physically and mentally and spiritually in order to start reflecting on things that we've done, think about things we need to do, and then action plans to execute before we step out and execute. But what about when you're trying to protect your energy and you can't isolate or 
maybe you've isolated and now that you're stepping out you gotta be confronted with things that are trying to try to distract you derail you how do you handle it then because it's easy to pull back for people like you and me it's easy to pull back when we know how to pull back yeah but once we step in and now we gotta fend off all these distractions and all these people that like not even trying to be distractions they are directly opposing us how 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 have you handled those situations uh so <laughs> so i got i got like i got like straightforward answers then i have like you know uh expanded answers so yeah the, 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 the straightforward answer is i always got music playing in my ears like <laughs> like hey, that, like just just straightforward like that that's how i get through like uh life like i listen okay. like i listen to music 25 8 24 7 whatever you wish to call it <laughs> like i i always got music playing so so that way like even if i'm still engaged with you and i'm talking to you or i i'm, I'm in, engaging in, in in social activity i'm always mm-hmm. able to have my, my 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 little world going on also like i got my music playing so like i could just transport myself like to to some degree into that little world and out of reality and just all the bs that's going on or whatever uh outside of that um like i i i kind of just try try to keep a good spirit and keep a good faith you know you know b- believing in god and and um you know, just just staying prayed up, bro. Like you, you and you and I both again, like we're, we're very similar on that aspect as well. Um, right. And I don't, I don't know if I can like really go into detail or whatever about like how that affects me or or or, or how that protects me. I should say because I, I I'm not I, I don't I don't have the answer. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but, but 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 all I but all I know is that you know walking in faith like that. It, it 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 allows me the the capacity and the strength to continue on even when you know I deal with people who aren't on that type of time. Okay, okay, I appreciate your answer. That's real. Um, I think for me, I've figured out how to diffuse situations when people take it personally because you brought it up earlier. Like, it's not about you. Like, yeah, not at all. Like, yo, why aren't you kicking it with me? Like, what happened to us? Like, it doesn't have anything to do with you we still cool or maybe we not but even if we want it's not really about you it's about me focused on me and some people get uncomfortable when you focus on self right not only does like their ego crave the attention but i think in my experience i've noticed that people become insecure about their place about their place in life, yeah, that self consciousness in a negative fashion, though, mm-hmm. that it's their insecurities about where they're at in life, and them seeing you start to figure out where you're at and how you're going to get to the next place in your life makes them question themselves. And instead of trying to figure out, okay, so what can I do to be like them in, in my own way and try to figure out for me, there's like a jealousy that they like mm-hmm. they, that grows towards you. Yeah. And then next thing you know, that's when now, as someone who may have had love for you or cherished you, consciously or subconsciously now they against your energy mm-hmm. and now you gotta actually protect your energy for someone that you were rocking with that you just pulled right. away from just for yourself because now that you step back out here and they see what you're doing they're like oh no i gotta ask this person down and it's real crazy dealing with that so i think for me i figured out how to like get away from people 
like or walk away from like entire friendships. Sometimes you gotta let it you gotta let it go. Like people, because I think, and I don't think we've really talked about this yet. So it's a good thing to bring this up. As you're tapping into your full potential, some people are gonna leave your life. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just can't hang. They can't keep up with your pace. And if you slow up for them, you're not going to get to where you need to go. And that's going to drive you to feel some type of inner turmoil that you don't want to experience. Let, let me let me, let me, me intervene real quick and ask the question. Go so I feel like I've like talked about this, this specific thing on the pod before, but I haven't okay. talked to you about it on the pod before. So let's, let, okay. let's get into it a little bit. Let's do it. And then we'll get back on track with what you was just saying. Um 100%. Let's go. So 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 being being a person um and I I'm speaking in general like for people who are like this. So like being a person that that thrives off of social interaction with people, right? Friendships mm-hmm. and relationships that they've built over time and that's mm-hmm. how they, you know, that that that's how they get through life. That's how they, you know, feel accomplished and, you know, achieving goals and this that and the third. Um, knowing that you can't move with everybody or everybody can't go with you, how how do you feel as a person who wants to bring everybody along, even though you can't do it? Damn, that's a question. You know what's crazy about you asking me that? What? In the past, it's December 2021. Mm-hmm. I could say in the past 16 to 24 months, let's say, a year and a third to two years, I've experienced things that have led me to the conclusion that I don't want to bring everyone along. Like I'm off that now. Let me talk a bit about that. Though. Yeah, let go ahead. Sure. Get into let me, it. Let me, not, I can't just leave that deck because I got to make sure it makes sense. No, right, right. You know, like I can't try to uplift you at the cost of sabotaging myself. Like if you're going to protect your energy, you can't be self-sabotaging. And I can't afford to self-sabotage me by helping you. And that's what happens. Some people, and you're helping them, you're hurting yourself, whether that's by taking, they're taking up too much of your time or emotionally, it's just driving you to a place where it's like really exhausting and it's painful for you or physically, you just can't do much for yourself anymore because you literally burnt out and you just laid out on the couch or better floor after a day of helping them or dealing with their problems and they're not even dealing with yours most of the time. They're not helping you handle yours. Like right. you can't, it's really, really hard to go harder for someone than they're going for themselves and be okay. I don't even know if it's possible, honestly. Like at the end of the day, what do we know? Neither one of us are even at 25, 30 years old yet. So maybe, maybe, maybe there's something that we're gonna figure out. But I've been through enough experiences the last two years to lead me to the fact that I just want to leave people alone at a certain point. Like, and also everyone who's your friend, when it comes down to it, when it matters most may not really be your friend or some people may not be built to be your friend anymore after a certain point. Like they can be your friend at your current level, but they not, may, may not be able to be your friend as you take it up a couple of notches. And that's what I realized. I remember I was having a conversation with someone and they were talking to me about how, like, every they, they, they look up to me. And I thought that was a really weird statement for them to say because we were the same age. I'm like, what is it? Like, we, 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 doing, we on the same plane as far as I was concerned. Like, why do you look up to me? 
and they brought up to me how like that you know how we got you know you and i talk about this a lot with code of ethics you know our own rules for how to live life our yeah. morals principalities mm-hmm. and they brought up how they had never this particular person i'm talking about they said to me i've never come across somebody who's so strong in their morals and is so ambitious like i was like really because like because it's like it is but it's like it also wasn't that believable to me at first. Because <laughs> course, it's, like, it's never believable to, to the person that, that's getting well, it said to. <laughs> well, that, that's true because, you know, people like you and me, we like we, we get a little bashful to some of the compliments. Yeah. But also it was like, I legit didn't believe, couldn't believe that they were saying that because it's like, there's 8 billion people in this world. Yep. I'm not the only person that's ambitious. Right. Like, and you're not from a small town. You're from a big city. So I know... That you've had to have met somebody, but they straight up told me, like, nah. And I was just like, I have to take that in for a moment. And beyond being appreciative for of the compliment, now I'm just thinking about so what type of people do you keep around? Or what type yeah. of people have you come across? And there's nothing wrong with that because people can come out of wherever they're at and grow and then develop and then you know their circles change. But then that led to me reevaluating the circle of people that I was kicking it with a lot at the time because that was one person who told me that who was a part of this circle of people who I was super tight with but what I realized that over time is that even though these people were good they weren't good for me someone can be a good person but that doesn't mean they're good for you they're not good for where you're at now and they're definitely not good for where you're going they may be in your life to teach you a lesson not to be a fixture not to be a permanent friend that's number one and then some of the people that are around, they're around to get something from you, not to give anything. They're, they're, they're leeches. They're per, the, the, the relationship is parasitical in nature. They're draining you, but they're not trying to fill you with anything. And you got to get away from those people. And the last couple of years have taught me, like I used to be like that. You brought up the, like, the question you asked, which is like, how do you deal with like whether to bring everyone around, mm. wanting everyone to go, but not everyone can go. And the last couple of years have shown me that I don't even want to try to bring everyone to go. I don't do that much explaining anymore. Like I'm talking a lot. We no, you're good. Yeah, and you know, good, we, and, you, and you know, when we talk, when you and I, I be, of our typical conversation, we get deep like this, think about like the people around us that we would love to see with us. Mm-hmm. And for me, Nick, I'm at the point where it's like, look, I'm going to just, I'm going to just go. I don't really got a plan. And even if I got a plan, it may not be the best plan, but I'm going to figure this out. You don't got to come for the ride because I know I'm going to get to the finish line, whether I like it or not, whether you like it or not. And I know I'm going to like it. I'm going to get there. It's your choice. What you want to do. And if you need some help with your journey, I'm down to help you if you're willing to put in the work. But besides the, the lack of patience that I've developed for people who aren't interested in putting in any work, I legit don't got the time. I'm doing too many things. Like I work, but I'm not working. I'm figuring out ideas for businesses. When I'm not doing that, I'm spending time with my family. I'm the oldest sibling. Like my siblings are looking up at me, asking me for help with things. You know, I'm yeah. holding it down here at home. Like I'm doing my part the way that you do in your part. You know, like we, we I got my role in my family. And with the people who are my close friends who I'm currently tight with, like, I don't really got the extra energy or time to expand on you if you're not willing to put in the work. And also, everyone, like, we see it a lot on TV shows and um, read it in, like, um, 
books and manga and all types of media, all types of entertainment content about the idea of, like, it's so cool to, like, get there with the crew. Or when you hear rappers say, yo, it's lonely at the top, or it's not lonely if you bring the whole gang along. But it's like, how many people forget about being, um, being able? How many people are willing to do what you're willing to do? Yeah. You know, like, I only got a couple friends. Like, the last couple years, the friends have dropped off, and I've been thankful because it showed after the initial um, gut punch, it showed me that, okay, now, that wasn't just, but that was a good check. I'm just letting you know that, hey, they're not your friend. Or, hey, they're your friend, but at some point, they're not going to be your friend no more. You know? So I'm thankful that at this point, all the people that would have held me back from where I'm at today, I, I, I those relationships crashed and burned a good year to two years ago. You know? Like, everyone can go. And that's mainly because everyone isn't willing to go. Because if you're unable, we can figure out how to make you able. But you can't change, you can't force someone to be willing. They gotta f- figure that out themselves. And if they can't, you gotta let them go and go do your own thing. All, all important points, all all true points at that. Um. So we we got we got a couple a, a couple more subtopics. Let's talk about it. We uh, here a couple more. So the next one is the power of now mm. being present, right? Okay. You know, the, the, the idea of, of, you know, making the most of the time that you have that's in front of you. Right. Um, you know, that, that in correlation with self-actualization, I, I want to, you know, open up the conversation. Um, and 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 just and just get a get a sense of what that means in in order to achieve self self actualization the, the power of now you know no, knowing that the, the actions that that you do now affect what your future looks like which is another subtopic that we'll get into but you know um just just that idea of 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 the 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 power and, and importance of the time that's in front of you which is now Right. Well, you a lot of people. We're talking about like self-actualization is a journey. And right. A lot of people get caught up on different parts of the journey. A lot of people, while they're walking forward, they're too caught up in looking back on their past and what happened. And some people haven't made peace, haven't found closure with certain things that happened to them before they got to where they got to, even if they've gotten past it physically. They're not past it emotionally. They're not past it mentally, maybe not even spiritually. And then you have people that are too caught up in the future. And I used to be like that a lot, especially three, four years ago. I was so future oriented, thinking about, dang, I need to do this. I need to get to this point. I need, I need to make sure by this is I reach that. I need to make sure that I have X amount of dollars in my savings account, in my bank, or invested by the time I'm 27, 28 years old, and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. But if you're thinking too much about what has already happened and what has yet to happen, you can't focus on what is happening now. And that's where tapping into the power of now comes into play. Because here's the thing, the past is dead and the future has yet to be born. 
So what you left with, you got to take advantage of the current moment so that you can vindicate yourself for what has and hasn't happened in your past and so that you can bring to life the future that you desire to have. But if you too caught up in the backwardness or forwardness of your position or from your position, you can actually navigate in your current position. Like life got better for me when I just focused on the moment. It, should you have a goal to reach eventually? Most definitely. Should mm-hmm. you be, should you want to project for yourself? One, two, three, four, five, 10, 20 years ahead in the future, whatever you can handle. Sure. Maybe you just trying to figure out the next week. Everyone's got their own pace, but at the same time, don't become overwhelmed by what you want to achieve. Like it's important to be goal oriented, but if you're too focused on what the results of that goal could be and not on how to get to that end point, you're never going to get there and you're going to feel a certain type of pain for never getting there. And then if you're too keyed in on the past, which you can't change, there's nothing you can do about what happened. Like Nick, it don't matter how many prayers you and I throw up. We can't ask God to take us back to 12, 28, 2021. We can't mm-hmm. get the last 24 hours back. Talk to us about the rest of this year. 2021 is over. Like we recording this pod right now. It's 935 Eastern standard time. We got less than two and a half hours till it's, till it's the 30th. Right. Like, and then after the 30th, we got New Year's Eve and the year over. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning going to come and it's going to be New Year's. And that's it. And it is it what it is. We got to accept that. Like, no matter what you've done for anyone listening out here, if your 2021 hasn't been what you wanted it to be, all right, then. You got some sitting down to do. You got some thinking to do. But don't sit down and wallow in the despair of thinking, man, I didn't do A, B, C, D, and I couldn't achieve um, X, Y, and Z. Like, now, okay, now that you know better, what are you going to do about it? Like, you know what happened. You know what didn't happen. You're not happy with the results. What are you going to do now, the present moment, to build towards the future? And you see, the thing, another thing with the focusing too much on the past is, if you don't like what happened in the past, use your presence to overcome that. Like I've, I've, I've had some failures that I can't unwrite. I can't take them off my personal record. Even if I'm the only one that sees and knows of this record, I can't, I can't take it off. But what I can do is focus on the things that today will get me to a tomorrow where those records are no longer blemishes. They're no longer stains. They're just a blimp on the list of things that you did and didn't do and the things that you eventually figured out and you achieved surmount and cover up and make people even not even notice where you where you stepped and where you miss where you fell apart at, at times in your life you know what i'm saying right like if the past is dead you got to focus on what's alive currently you know if you're too fixated on your past self you are in a sense dying because you're not living you're not living in the present and when you fail to live in the present and in some ways you fail to live at all you may be surviving you may be existing but you're not really living and what's the point of being alive if we're not living that 100 true 100 facts um 
I mean, like, see, like, so, like, me personally, right, I feel like this whole concept of the power of now, like, that's something that I really had to to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, we, like, like, we both, we, we both experienced that, that, that sense of living in the past, living in the future, not living in the present. Um, it was miserable as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> it was miserable as fuck like you it know, sucked just, nick it was terrible it was it was it was the worst shit but but living in the present and like you know really enjoying it like knowing that like and, and again like i'm i'm kind of referencing the next sub point but but knowing that you know the things that you do with the time that you got currently mm-hmm. the you know the the time that's in front of you at the moment making the most of that um, you know, tr- trying to be all you can be within that 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 space and time. You know, um, re- reaching out to the people you want to reach out to. You know, going for the the job you want to go for, starting a business you want to start, or doing a podcast you want to do, or like whatever the the thing is that that eventually sets you up to, like you said, right those wrongs from the past and mm-hmm. allow those things to go right from the start in the future. So that that's right. something that's something that I had to learn, you know, because like I said, I was I was like, yo, I got I got to have this. I got to I got to, you know, be this way or whatever. Like and I got to do it in this amount of time. And I mean, it's cool to do that, but not not to the point where you you bypassing the time that you got now to, in order to make that a reality. Right. I mean, the reality is that most of these um, epiphanies that you and I are speaking of you don't achieve them without enduring some sort of pain and suffering emotionally, psychologically, and like in all the ways that, in all the ways that we've talked about. So on, when you and I are bringing these things up, we're not trying to like, I want to be clear. We're not judging or coming at anyone's next for what we're saying, but we want people to wake up and realize that it doesn't have to stay like this. That's because it's been like, this doesn't mean it has to be like this forever. You know, like if you've been someone that's been too focused on the past or future, okay, we've been there too. Nick and I are telling you right now, we've been in those positions, but it doesn't have to stay that way. And if you want to be delivered from these negative emotions, feelings, and thoughts, you have to change your mindset. And I mean, we're kind of giving you some keys here. Like you have to accept that the past is dead. You got to accept that the future isn't born yet. The only thing that's alive is this moment. Like Nick and I have been talking about how we got to get me on the pod for a minute. Like Mike got me on the pod. Now we're here. Yep. We're not focused on the couple times that we tried before and it didn't work out. And we're not thinking currently about if I'm going to be on the pod in the future. Of course, we're probably going to have a part two. Oh, for sure. But, but right now, we're making the most of the fact that we here now trying to give you guys this content so that you guys can end your 2021 on a good note mm-hmm. with some information that you can take into the new year. Because everyone talks about new year, new me, 2022 goals. Right. But you can't achieve any of these things if, you, if you're not in the proper um, state of mind. And you can't be in the proper state of mind if you're too caught up in what's already happened and what has yet to happen. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, that's, that's, that's essentially the, the, the same way that I would have said it in the same way that I feel about the, the idea of being present in the moment and trying to make the most of it. But Again, like we we gonna hit this last subtopic 
you know, and then, we, and then you know, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll wrap from there. But the future rewards and consequences of present actions, mm-hmm. you know, that that being something that you have to be aware of, um, you know, like like when when you do what you do, mm-hmm. and with with the time that you got at hand right now knowing that if I do this, this could put me in a position to achieve those goals that I have set for myself in the future versus doing something where it's like, uh, I might be putting this shit at risk, but fuck it. Let's go. Like, right. 100%. <laughs> you know, what's, what, what, what's your, what, what's your thoughts on, on, on that concept of future rewards and consequences of your present actions? You got to live and die on what you stand on and what you do. That's something I tell myself all the time. You know, when you're taking this step, because a lot of people may d- decide coming off of this pod to take their first steps to tapping into self-actualization, tapping into reaching their full potential and achieving a sense of fulfillment in life. Like, if you decide that you want to do this, which I hope everyone listening does, or if yeah. you're currently doing it, you're motivated to continue on, know that this path isn't easy. You know, like me and Nick don't got it figured out. But we know enough to talk to you guys about this. You know, every action is going to yield you something. You know, you reap what you sow. So there's so many directions I can take this. That's why I'm like, I'm pausing right now. No, I already know. I already know. Let's start with this. Let's start with this. There there are um, rewards and consequences with what you do. Yeah. Sometimes you get both. It's like the pros and cons of anything you try to do. Like you may achieve something, but at what cost? Like it may have cost you something. You may like, for example, Nick, you you pod. You have like you just said, you have so many conversations with people every day because you're trying to build this platform that you got here Mm -hmm. in exchange for building something that's going to be great, you're giving up a lot of opportunity to do other things because you're focusing on something. And that could be not even just doing other things, but you're giving up being social with people beyond just conversing about any type of topic or interacting with people. Like, you know, I think a lot about, this is going to be really random, but I think a lot about this one video that I saw on YouTube. It was Metro Boomin back in 2015. You know, at that point he was, he was out of here. Like mm-hmm. he was a household name by then, but he talked about how in 2005, he said, he told himself like, yo, this is what I want to do. I want to be a producer. So we're not going to go to any parties. We're not going to be involved in sports. We're going to sacrifice all these things. That's going to give us and give me this opportunity to be a successful producer here. And he was having his mom drive him hours from St. Louis to get to Atlanta to connect with people there and make beats there and develop connections. Now, I guess in this case, I'm talking more about like um, investing in yourself and what comes with investing pros and cons. And, he, mm-hmm. you know, you know, that story, he blew up. But I'm just speaking towards of like what comes with your actions. And I think a lot of people have to recognize that for every game, there's a cost. That's number one. And also, you have to embrace your decision. Like, if you make a decision, embrace what comes with it. A lot of people want to make a decision, and when it goes bad, they don't want to take responsibility for what they did. No, but you did that. You committed to this. Like, it's like what the whole word is word is bond thing. If your word is not bond, don't give up. Don't offer you up your word. 
Don't make anyone any guarantees because when they hold you to it, if you can't come through, they're going to say to you, but you made this promise. You gave us your word and you didn't come through. And there's very few things that are worse than you not coming through when you give your word because that can destroy your reputation. And there's no, there's no reverse to maintaining your reputation. If you don't maintain a good reputation, you're setting yourself up for self-destruction, for failure. Mm -hmm. So tying back to the idea of consequences and reward with your actions, you got to embrace that. You got to embrace anything that comes with what you do. And you got to accept that even when there are rewards for what you do, it may, the consequence may come at a loss of something else. Like, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Kobe talked about for how sure. like, I, he spent all he would spend every year, all year since he was a kid investing in basketball. As a result, he lost a lot of friendships, and he didn't get to make get to make a lot of friendships with certain people until he retired from basketball. Mm -hmm. Now we all know him as the five time champion, the greatest Laker of all time. Most people would say, yeah. And you know he left the legacy that even after his unfortunate passing, we're going to remember forever. Absolutely. But he wouldn't have been able to do that if he didn't accept what came with his decision that I'm going to commit myself to seeing if I can be the best. And I'm going to let go of a lot of things that even though I wouldn't want to, they're going to hold me back if I hold on to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. I'm following. So that's really, that's really my take on it. Like when you're on this journey of improving yourself and becoming the best you as possible, you got to accept everything that comes with the journey and every decision and accept that you're going to be wrong and you got to hold yourself accountable when you were wrong in something that you try to do. You may try to come up and you may like make a mistake and do or, or like do something that was like not right. Maybe you weren't trying to move dirty on somebody, but you may have messed up right. and you got to own up to that. Right. And you got to own up to what comes with you messing up. Maybe you get, maybe you lose that relationship or maybe you lose that contract. And I mean, when you get rewarded, you also have to keep, keep in mind that this costs something. So don't take it for granted. Don't be caught up in the euphoria of you coming up and not thinking about what it took for you to get there in the first place. You hit the nail right on the head, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I, um, so like, like just, just my take on it. And then, and then we, we can hop to the next thing just real Let's quick. Like I, I, me personally, I feel like the reward and the consequence of your present actions is opportunity. Mm. So, so like what I mean by that is like the 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 good things that you do, and I, and I, again, I'm I'm a subscriber of doing everything in 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 genuine fashion with true integrity, and just make sure your moral compass is is straight. Um, you do that. I I don't I don't see how you know you you can fail but you know just 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 try just 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 try to move in a genuine way try try to move with integrity but um get, getting back to the point um moving moving with that in, in your present actions i think i just think it rewards you or gives you consequences of opportunity so you either gain opportunity or you lose opportunity doing something good, you get an opportunity to, like you said, you, if, if I play good good basketball, I get an opportunity to sign a big deal. If I don't, I lose the opportunity to do that. Um, right. And, 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 and then, like, this could be applicable to anything, but that was just, like, an example. But that that's what I come away with, like, when I, when I read that. 
it it it's the 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 opportunity that that's the reward and the consequence gaining an opportunity versus losing one 100% you know for me it really comes down to understanding that every action is going to have the proper reaction right. and if your actions aren't correct you're going to suffer the consequences if your actions are correct then you're going to gain rewards and sometimes because life isn't perfect and there's a sense of balance that comes with life even with its imperfections you're going to take actions that, that are going to lead to results that lead to being rewarded rewarded while facing consequences yeah at the same time or within a certain span of time you know it's tough like you got to embrace the good with the bad you got to embrace the great with the not so great moments and you got to take everything that comes with it you know yeah you know everything's not going to be one-sided like you know just be, being able to recognize what's the good and what's the bad can make the difference between you moving forward versus you not 1000% and that's what a lot of people need to realize but if you don't give yourself the opportunity to realize that you're going to be confused as to why things are happening to you the way they happen to you yeah yeah and so like i said all, all i can say is when you move please move in in a genuine fashion true intentions um you know pe- people people respect that and honestly it makes you feel better <laughs> it puts you it puts you you put yourself in a better position to to you know be on the on the receiving end of, of of the great things that life can bring right right 1000 for me it's really it's really simple be real and what do we mean when we say be real because everyone there says be real be authentic though be yourself mm-hmm. be the best version of yourself and give it your best shot because when you when you come short if people see that you put a genuine effort into it and if you develop a reputation for coming through, you know, the one time that you like don't reach their peak potential, even if they're a little disappointed, they know that, okay, well, he's still giving his best. And we know right. that next time, like he or she's going to have it together. He, she, they, they're going to, they're going to get it together. So that's really what it comes down to. Like part of tapping into your full potential is peak performance, consistent peak performance, you know, mm-hmm. if you yeah. say, if you, if you display yourself properly, you don't get the respect that you need to get. Yeah, and and you know to 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 kind of like uh, pinpoint something else like that word present means a lot to me. Like okay, like you being present means a lot. Like you know how they say showing up is half the battle. Like for sure, that, that shit is a hundred percent true. You you being present for a chance at, at getting an opportunity to to do whatever like you know to, to 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 meet that person or to you know put yourself in a position to to advance your life in some form or fashion you got to show up you got to be present so like 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 you said your word got to be bond if you say i'm gonna show up i'm gonna be there be there like show up like and then whatever happens after that it happens but at least you you show up and give yourself a chance or an opportunity to make it happen. Right. That, that, that was just the last little tidbit I wanted to say about that. You got anything else for that? I think I got out of everything on my chest. All right. So 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 the uh 
the the second to last thing. So we we just gonna do like like a little quick hitter. Um, what's your goals for 2022 going into the new year? Bro, I got a lot, but I'll run through some. I'll, I'll run through like a quick five, ten of them. All right. So 2022 was actually had the list right here. Give me one second to pull that John back up. Okay, here we go. Check me out. So, you know, it's a lot of things that I'm trying to like. They're they're pretty um. They're pretty focused on just things that I've been thinking about for the past couple of years. A lot of my goals tie back to you know things that I wanted to do in the past and I just didn't do them, or things that I wanted to do and now this goal is just a way to get me to do those things. Right. So you know I brought up how I wanted to read 100 books a year because I used to be an avid reader. So that's one goal. And I have some plans for how to get to that, but basically the goal is just read a certain amount of pages every day. And then, you know, at certain points of the year, when I'm when the workload for me is as lessons, I'm able to read a lot more and retain a lot more information. Because this goes back to the idea of acquiring knowledge so I can apply it. I'm trying to read to get more information to improve myself. So that's one goal I got. I used to be really good at math. I'm okay now. It's so it's just a random thing, but I think it's a personal pride thing. And just something that I just want to get better at, I want to like get, go beyond the level that I didn't reach in high school. So I got to get there first. So, you know, a goal of mine to be to like get good at calc level math, just because that's just something that I want to aspire to. It's like a personal goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to um, improve my physical condition. I'm like, I'm healthy in general. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not by any means like physically unwell, but I want to get really fit. Like, I feel you. You know how we get older, it's like, dang, like I can't, I can't do that same run that I just did. I'm a little <laughs> out of breath. Like, what's up with my body? But it's like, you know, you step out of those regimens that we ran back in school. Like we had yeah. gym half the year mm-hmm. in high school. Every year we had gym half a year. So you were constantly moving, doing something. And then you step out of that and then you don't have any type of structure and you don't create one for yourself, even if your body's good. Is not as good as it can be. So I want to really be the most fit that I've ever been. So that's a 2022 goal. So I'm going to try to hit the gym three times a week and just improve my physical condition. Like just be a much better physical me. And you know, working on the gym gets out a lot of stress and clears my clears your mind. So it'd be yeah. perfect for any other goals that I got. I'm trying to learn to, um, to meditate. You know, we talk a lot about how you know our method, you and I, our methods for you know, improving on ourselves and protecting our energies to unplug. Mm-hmm. I think, I feel like sometimes, and I, I'm pretty sure you can speak to this, even when you unplug all those thoughts and all those conversations and interactions you have with other people are still stuck in your head at times, even when you're alone. Yeah, sometimes. So, so me figuring out how to um, meditate and just center my mind and realign my focus and pinpoint my focus on what it needs to be for maximum concentration will lead to me just being a, a overall much more productive Mike. That's a re- that's a goal I got for next year. Um kind of lining up with um staying focused, like with meditation was about focus and concentration. Another goal of mine, and this might sound crazy to some people, I got a goal to keep my phone off 12 hours a day. You, like you don't realize how addicted you are to your phone until you don't got your phone. That's a fact. Like it's real bad. Like I remember one day I turned it off for eight hours and it was the most productive day this year, this year. But I reached and touched my phone about 20 times, 20, 30 times. I'm like, dang, like it's so instinctual for me to just let my right hand just move towards the phone. And I know Mm -hmm. it's off and I know I'm not supposed to be touching this thing because I want to focus on what I'm trying to do. You know, 
phones are set up to be addictive. The apps are set up to be addictive. But it's like, if I'm trying to focus on something, I can't be on Twitter <laughs> two, three hours. Like, I'm not going to get my, 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 my work to heck. Even us talking, I've had to make sure that I don't instinctually grab my phone because I kept it on because I got a call that was like an emergency or something. Mm-hmm. Good thing there's no interruption, but it's like, I had to make sure that my phone didn't pull me away from our conversation that we're having for the people and even for ourselves. And then it's just a goal for me to be focus and concentrate so keep the phone off and um the last two goals that i'll share because i got like a lot we'd be here forever (laughs) last two goals that i'll share is like i'm trying to just write things every day write my thoughts out yeah just try to get my thoughts out so that i felt a sense of clarity of mind i think one way for me to like to not overthink is to just get some thoughts out so that it's empty it's like okay i got this i got a release out of this thought that i had for however many hours I think that'll help me with clearing my mind and focusing more. And last but not least, build, continue to build my network, develop relationships. Because like, you know, tying back to this conversation's whole premise of self-actualization, you can't grow if you don't surround yourself with people that'll help you grow. Right. Like no one, and you know, you know, we might, this might just lead to a random topic. People talk about the idea of being self-made I don't believe in being self-made. No one makes themselves by themselves. Everyone is compiled of things from other people. Most of the time, people are built up by a lot of people. Like it takes a village, they say all the time, to raise a child. So for you to like, to to make it through your own come up, you got to like grow from interacting and learning and developing from other people and getting help from them. Like you and I, our friendship has led to so much growth for the both of us. Imagine if we never got the opportunity to know each other because we say, well, I can, I, I don't need anybody. I can do it by myself. That's mm-hmm. not life. It don't make sense. So continue to build my network, network and develop relationships so I can get up, so I can continue to grow and evolve as a person and in all my endeavors, achieve my endeavors is a, is a goal of mine for next year. What about you? What are a couple of your goals? Um, some of my goals for the new year. Um, uh, I th- I think I want to 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 find a way to be more like more at peace just with myself. Like, <laughs> um, not not to say that I'm not, but I I want I want to reach like the 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 higher level of a peace of mind. Okay. Uh, I mean, it, that's, it's difficult, like living in the times that we living in, you know, all things considered, but you're not lying, but yeah, I, you know, I, I definitely want to want to um, tr- try to achieve that, but that's like an everyday thing. Um, even, even past the, the new year. Uh, Something more concrete, I guess. Um, get the get the merchandise out for the Hollow Talk podcast. That that that'll be something coming soon. Definitely, definitely coming out next year for sure. Definitely copying some of that. Definitely, you got you got the hoodies on deck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I gotta, I gotta copy a hoodie for sure. Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm gonna have you know 
all, all the merchandise coming out, you know, it, it, it'll be a variety of different things, you know, so I, I, I'm going to just let the people wait and see. I ain't going to give them too much of the, of the, of the secret sauce, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> yeah, so, um, uh, for, for season four, I, I definitely, definitely, definitely want to, uh, get, get some more, more people on here. Uh, hopefully I can get my Griselda people on here, man. So to them. Yeah. You know, ho- hopefully I can get them to come on the pod. That, that'd be an, an amazing accomplishment for me, you know, to be able to have them on a podcast and build relationships with them, you know, amazing, amazing people, amazing artists, and, you know, every, everything included. Um, you know, and just, you know, uh, try, try to, like, like you said, continue to network, continue to network and, you know, meet different people, build those relationships, make those connections and, you know, hopefully be able to be presented with more and more opportunities to, you know, better my platform, better myself, you know, better my pockets. <laughs> You know, nothing wrong with that. you know what I'm saying? All, 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 the, all of those good things, man. Nothing wrong with that. Cassie said it best. Gotta get my paper up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a fact, bro. But yeah, I mean, you know, just 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 things like that, man. I'm pretty sure as the year goes on, it'll be more and more goals and you know added onto that list. But you know, that's just a few things that um you know I I want to accomplish, you know, going into the into the new year directly. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yeah, man. But you know, th- this has been an amazing episode, Mike. I, I can't 1, thank you. I-, I can't thank you enough, bro. Honestly, I, I just, uh, I-, I really, really enjoyed this conversation. I knew, you know, once we planned it, it was going to be one of my favorites, and I definitely think it's going to be a favorite of the people too once they get a chance to hear it. Man, I'm just happy that we were able to get this going. I know we talked about it for a minute. We might have talked about this for a year. Yeah. And we even had one set up, but then something happened and then we couldn't get it going. But now we finally got it right before we hit the buzzer beater. Two <laughs> days left, two seconds left of the year wrapping up. So I'm yo, I'm happy we got it done. Thanks for having me. No, for sure. Uh, hold to on, all the people. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, go hold for on, it. Hold on, Mike, hold on. You just, <laughs> you, you going, man. No, actually, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to let you finish your statement before. No, I, I was just going to say, you know, like, I appreciate it, and I hope to all the listeners that, you know, that they, that they could get something from it. From oh, it, you know, oh, I, I, oh, I've always been go. big on trying to make sure that they that I give something of value if I show up somewhere. So I hope that this was valuable and meaningful, and this was a good way to close out the year. I think I think this was good, but I just hope the reception it reflects how we feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. You actually just led me into the, the you know the, the the very very last thing. So okay, you know I, I I don't know if you're familiar with this concept that we do on the Hollow Talk podcast, but you know for for the guests that come on, I I ask you guys for three gems to give three to gems. the people you know from the conversation. Or just in general that the people can apply to their everyday life. So if you are willing to provide the people with three gems, you know, that the cap off the year, I, I would be more than happy for you to do that, my brother. Three gems to close out the year. Mm-hmm. Um dang, because I feel like I gotta I don't want to recycle anything that I already said. I mean whatever whatever you feel is 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 most important that you want to say at, at this present moment. Okay. Okay. Then I'll say, I'll say, I'll say most important thing is like we enter the new year, whatever you're trying to do, make sure you do it for you first. 
there's nothing wrong going hard for other people, doing things for other people. But if it don't doesn't give you some sort of fulfillment, you're gonna leave yourself empty, and you won't have anything left for you. So that's that can be number one. Number two is hold yourself accountable, but don't be too hard on yourself. You have to find the balance between being responsible for your actions and holding yourself up to a high standard without wearing yourself down by your own expectations. You know, finding that balance is the key to progressing in spite of success and failure in anything you do. And number three is appreciate the journey, man. Like appreciate the journey, appreciate all the moments good and bad that come with it. You know, the past three, four years for me personally, I've been some great, some great years overall. But if I didn't appreciate the journey in the ups and downs, I wouldn't be able to look back as happy. Or even if I was good now, I would be looking back thinking like, dang, I was stressing a lot. That was unnecessary. And there were a couple moments of unnecessary stress. But overall, I handled that pretty well because I remember that I just got to take in the moment for what it is and not get too caught up in what is and isn't happening. So Mm -hmm. appreciate where you are, where you've been and where you're going. All right. I, I, I guess that's it, right? I think so. All right. Well, man, listen, like I said, I I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. You know, I'm glad we was able to get one of our very famous conversations on record, finally. <laughs> <laughs> My man. Uh, um, uh, man, again, I, I love you, bro. I appreciate you 110%. Same here, my G. I appreciate um, you, man. Yeah, uh, you know, again, before we go, I just want to say thank you always to the How Talk podcast listeners and supporters for supporting us through and through. Um, man, it's, it's, it's been a journey and we, we've enjoyed it. Um, season mm-hmm. three, it's, I, 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 guess, I, I guess it's a wrap for season three, man. You know, the, the year's coming to an end. We, we, we got the right amount of episodes. You know, this is a banger. I hope the people receive it well, man. I, I definitely, definitely think they will. You know, this definitely one of my favorite episodes. You know, thank you again, my boy. Appreciate you. Hey, man. To close out the year like this, I think we do. I think we finished 2021 strong. It's dope. Thanks again for having me, bro. And I hope to everyone listening that you have a great 2022 and that you got some gems from the two of us so that you can have a great 2022. For real. Salute to everybody trying to figure life out. This life stuff ain't easy, but it's, <laughs> but it's but it's worth figuring out. That's for sure. Absolutely, man. So you know, I I, I want to take this time out to wish everybody a happy new year. You man, just just stay safe, stay blessed. Please stay uh, safe. You know, stay prayed up, man. You know, we 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 getting through it. Uh, and and just enjoy, man. Like he's like like Mike said, just just enjoy life, man, and, and enjoy the present moment, and enjoy where you at. You know where you've been and where you're going. And with that being said. This has been another episode of the Hollow Soul Podcast, and we will be back. I appreciate you, Mike. No problem, bro. Peace. Salute. Hey everybody, this is Jetpack Nick, and you just listened to another episode of the Howl Talk Podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, topic ideas, or you yourself would like to come on as a guest on the Howl Talk Podcast, you can reach us at our email, thehowltalkpodcast at gmail.com, and across all social media platforms at the Howl Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and remember, no talk is too shallow over here at the Hollow.